Hi, everyone, and welcome again to the Real Estate Investing Foundation with Jason and Feely. Today is Multifamily Monday. Happy Monday, everyone. And so with a great start to the week today, we are going to talk about the pluses and minuses in investing in small multifamily properties versus large multifamily properties. And here to represent investing in small multifamily properties today is Pili Aloha Yerusi. And for the stronger side about investing uh-huh. in big, uh-huh. giant, large, massive multifamily, Jason Yerusi. Well, welcome, Pili. Welcome to the show today. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Great. I'm very good. So we are going to talk about large and small. Fine. So why should we invest in small multifamily properties? Well, for me, because I normally take over the, I, I normally do our fix and flip uh, aspect of our business. Small multifamily is just another exit strategy for me. So if the numbers work, then why not? You make the numbers work. So when you get a property, and it's a single family property, or it's a two to four unit property, um, you do three exit strategies. You can either buy and hold, which is your small multifamily, uh, buy and hold. You can flip it or you can wholesale it. So we try to do all three. So it just makes sense. But like any multifamily, you have to make sure you have all your numbers in there, especially, especially management. So I know a lot of people when they're first starting, they think they can just manage it themselves. But if you don't put those numbers in there from the very get go, you'll always be trying to catch up. So put those numbers in there. So if this is your first one, pick up a few. But once you get up to 10, you can start treating it like it's a large multifamily. Treat well, what's it, some of the other numbers they should be looking at? What's some, uh, some of the other expenses to have in there? Um, well, you need your CapEx. You, need, you basically follow everything you do when you look at large multifamilies. So we're talking repairs and maintenance. Repairs and maintenance. Utilities. CapEx, utilities. You look at... Insurance. You taxes, basically put everything in management. there straight down the line of everything you would be looking at from any property, single from family. From any property. Okay. No matter what. Even if you were looking at it like for a regular for a regular flip and you just look at the numbers. Make sure your numbers work no matter what. No matter if it's small, large, I don't know, yellow, purple. Make sure your numbers work. So if you're already in the small multifamily to single family arena, then going into small multifamily just makes sense. Now, is there some different idea you're going to look for in a property manager? What kind of property manager are you looking for? Well, I would say, I would think it'd be a little bit easier to find a property manager for your single family units, but you're going to want to find somebody that's local that can take care of all the properties at once, especially if you are looking at properties in your, in your, uh, like, where you live. Now, if you're looking, for instance, we have a friend who lives all the way in Shanghai. She has properties in Texas. She found somebody local that takes care of all of her properties. They manage it. She just take, takes care of the finances. Okay. What are some of the downsides on, on smaller multifamily properties? There's no downsides. No downsides. I'm here, I'm, I'm here yeah. promoting single to two to four multifamilies. There's no downsides. Okay. So maybe that's no, my so, side. No, no, okay. no, no, no. No. Okay. No, no, no. So the downsides. Um, when I say downsides, maybe maybe the points that make it a, a harder arena to, to deal with. Well, anytime we talk about multifamily, we always say the large multifamilies are so much better because you have everything under one roof. 
So if you have, so it'd be say, harder, harder to scale. Yes. Okay. Yes. And no, Okay. it just depends. So if you have one large multifamily, you have, if then say it's a hundred unit building, it's all under one roof. CapEx is one roof, one building, one, or like maybe a few buildings. If you have a hundred multifamilies or a hundred like single two family families homes, two families, families, four, four yeah. then you have multiple units that are scattered. Multiple water heaters, multiple exactly. roofs. So multiple of everything. But repairs and maintenance and CapEx could this be more is expensive. Why, yes, it could be. Okay. But this is why you have your numbers done from the very get-go. You make sure your numbers are correct. You make sure you get a good management company. You start hiring as if this is one unit. Like as if you have, you want to have like, for instance, you want to keep in mind that at some point you want to have an in-house caretaker and in-house maintenance guy somebody that you can go to instead of having to call the plumber for every you know clogged drain now do you suggest if someone is looking to get into building a multifamily portfolio that they start with some smaller properties first or just jump right into the big big stuff if that's where their in mind is um it kind of depends where your mindset is i mean yeah you can get your feet wet like jason and i got our feet with with two duplexes in Indiana. Um, and that's how we kind of expanded our minds into out of state and into multifamily. Well, it actually so it if, checked the box on a lot of stuff. One, it checked the box on buying multifamily. It checked yeah. the box on buying out of state. It checked the box on hiring teams and mm -hmm. building teams out of state. And it checked the box on learning other markets. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So I give the microphone to Jason. Large multifamily. Right. So why would you so want to So here's where all the important stuff is. So if you've just accidentally <laughs> skipped that entire first part of the interview, we'll take your pin out now because we're about to get serious. Uh -huh. No idea. What you, it, it was instrumental to buy the first set of duplexes out of state and just run that route. So and you're saying it was important. Game. Definitely important. Definitely important. It gave us the framework and the guidelines. Could we have gotten to where we are today without it? Sure. Yes, we could. But it would have taken us longer. Yep. And we played plenty of mistakes and uh, with the, you know, the duplexes. And ideally, it gives a lot of things to help us have better framework going forward. However, with large multifamily investing, you have a lot of options that can, that can work in your favor. Of course, the economies of scale, which Peely spoke about. You can have a number of units under one, within, within reasonable location, under one or a couple roofs that can be handled by one maintenance person, one office manager, one leasing person, and it can keep your cost to a minimum. Also, since a management company is having all these units to manage, you'll also be able to be more efficient with the fee they're going to be charging you. Where a single family or a duplex, they may be charging between eight to 12%. You could be three to 5% with a smaller multifamily property. Financing, it will be easier for you to finance a large property because for many reasons, depending on the debt you're going to get, if you need to keep at a certain occupancy level, say 90%, if it's a 10 family, well, that is one vacancy where on a hundred unit, that could be up to 10 vacancies. And beyond that, 
the debt options are a lot more scalable because they're looking at the properties first to make sure that it's able to be an efficient asset. And then second, qualifying you as an operator. Not to say you don't have to have an experience, not to say you can be a bad operator, not to say you can have a million negatives to you, but the operation of the property are first and foremost. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. okay. So stop right there. Let's go back to financing. So Mm -hmm. now you're talking, you know, these multifamily, multifamily properties could be in the millions. So give my, if I don't have that mindset yet, how do I wrap my head around the mindset of it's actually easier? Cause that doesn't make sense. How can okay. it be easier to fund a hundred unit building than a single family home? Well, it has to be where your focus is. Ideally, if you think that you are just going to buy a hundred templexes and you want to grow that way up to a thousand units, well, ideally then you should start going bigger. Now, if your goal is to have 10 duplexes and have 20 units and that is your goal then start smaller that is absolutely fine so it has to be where's your end and you can build your build backwards from there however if you have a larger property the banks and the the lenders and the management companies are able to look at it because it's a cash flowing asset that you're looking at the bottom line to determine the value of the asset where if you're a residential one to four units you're looking at you the lender as ideally you are the primary caregiver and how is this affecting your income to debt ratio. So it's a lot easier for you to go larger. Plus on options, you can have this on all options from a single family to, you know, a thousand units, but you can also have a better option to syndicate a deal where you're able to provide cash flow and return for other investors. You're able to pool resources so you can buy larger apartment buildings so you can all capitalize from the economies of scale. So it works a lot more in your favor from that. So ideally in any property, you can look at a number of different things, but the advantages of multifamily and why it's always something that we won't say stable, but can have more consistent track record is that there's tax advantages, there's appreciation, there's depreciation, there's cash flow, and of course, uh, there's debt pay down. So there's a number of different reasons why multifamily is attractive. And the larger you go, the more those economies of scale work in your favor. The only reason why I'm kind of pointing on that is because that's a, that's a mindset question that comes along all the time when we're talking mm-hmm. about large multifamilies. It's the the money piece people think it's harder but it's not because just to put it into simple terms single family to four to like a fourplex they look at you anything above that they'll look at the asset and ideally if you're looking at numbers just 20 units versus 100 units well you could buy 20 units in new jersey for you know four million dollars where you could buy you know 100 units in i don't know indiana for for a million. So, or, you know, or Alabama for, for 600,000. So it's all relative to ideally where you're looking and how open you are to other arenas and where you want to be in the market and what kind of assets you want to buy. Do you want to buy A, B, C, D assets in A, B, C, D markets? And that's going to dictate how large you can go and how much you can do in-house and what you can control. So on a small multifamily property, you may be able to tackle that in-house with just your core network, yourself, uh, yourself, your family, you know, cousins, uncles, fathers, brothers, aunts, uncles, <laughs> any of those. Whereas some of these larger properties, you may have to bring in team members and go in there and whether it's syndicating or pulling resources from friends and family. So a lot of different options to look at things. However, the core focus here today is that Note your options and note where you want to be in the end and then build yourself backwards because as we can come up with today, since I did win this conversation, is mm-hmm. that there, there is 
definitely good reasons to do both. However, both reasons are really great depending on where your outcome is. See why I think I won this conversation is because it depends on where your mindset is. If you can't wrap your head around the large multifamily, by all means, don't let that stop you. Start with small multifamilies, start with single family homes, start with, if you're already in investing and you're already flipping, you're already wholesaling and you have a, and you have a cash flow property, by all means, keep it, keep it and start building your portfolio and then grow your mindset. There's no winners or losers here. It's whoever makes the cash flow. So if your property cash flows and keep it. It just makes sense financially. Which is completely opposite from what we did. Selling our cash flow and small cash flow and properties to a larger, but our mindset was on the larger. So exactly. at that point, I've just disrupted your entire theory there. However, no, it, it is a good point. We sold because, because we could make a profit on the sell we did. and we weren't going to scale into small multifamily. Exactly. So good point. It our was, mindset had changed and exactly. we were going larger. Exactly. But without those two multifamily, those two duplexes, we wouldn't have gone into multifamily. That's great. Or it would have taken us a long time. Anyway, enough of our arguing. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. This is Jason and Keely. Happy Multifamily Monday. Get out there. Take some action. It's a great week to get started. A lot of activity going out there. I'm seeing a lot of properties come across the desk. That means there's a lot of energy going out there into summer. Again, stick to your numbers, mm -hmm. buy right, focus on where you want to be, and happy hunting. Happy hunting. Go out and get it. So this is the Real Estate Investing Foundation with Jason and Peely on a Multifamily Monday. We are so grateful to have you listen to us, and we will see you later. Bye now. Bye. <laughs>